0: You're listening to Guinea Pig and Green. I'm Laura. And I'm Stephanie, and we like talking about health, wellness, and eco friendliness in a fun and approachable way. Today on the podcast, we are talking
1: about presence, which is so important at this time in our lives. It's a really juicy one, so let's get
0: to it. Welcome back to Guinea Pig and Green. Hi, Laura. How's it going, Steph? It's great. It's going well. It's going wonderfully. Good. Yeah. Good. I, I got um, LASIK on Saturday, so <laughs> I'm currently just, like, basking in the beauty of life and the miracle That's of science.
1: A- <laughs> That's amazing. When you told me that, I was just, like, very happy for how easy it's going to be for you now to read 75 books.
0: It's going to be so much easier yeah <laughs> you need your classes it's the only thing that I have ever thought about <laughs> also the fact that I don't have to take out my contracts every night like you have no idea how much that's improved my quality of life over the past two days but I really I really take my vision for granted you do tell I'm telling you I'm sorry <laughs> no it's fine I think everyone should take their vision for granted I wish that no one had to not anyway on. um Let us talk about the topic of this show, because it is such a juicy one, and I think when you mentioned it to me, um, recording an episode on it, it was almost like I had already been thinking the same thing. I was just Mm -hmm. like, I really need this episode (laughs) right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So let's make a vow to each other Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right now that for the next 20 to 30 minutes, we will be as close to entirely present for what the other person has to say is possible.
0: 100%. Amazing. Um, Yeah. Because I think one of the reasons that... Well, not one of the reasons we decided to do the podcast, but you were mentioning earlier... Do you want to talk about what you were saying about how the podcast really gives us a little window into maybe our downfalls in this
1: area? Yeah. I think um, for most people, we go through our lives thinking... And this is me included, because this is 99.9% of my percent of my conversations. I go through <laughs> life thinking that I am present to the person who I'm speaking with. And podcasting, or at least the process of reviewing our podcasts before they go live, um, while we're writing the posts for them and stuff, it gives me access to this odd experience where I'm able to hear a conversation between me and one of my best friends surrounding content that I actually care about Where I feel like sometimes I'm listening to the things that you're saying for the very first time. Because maybe during the episode I'm waiting for my turn to respond or, like, I don't know, fixing my mic. I don't know what I'm doing. But it's so strange hearing a conversation again and being like, I can't believe I totally missed that point she said. Like, I just dove right into my next one and she said something really profound.
0: Yeah, and I could totally relate when you said that. Um, That's definitely, I've had that experience as well when I'm editing the podcast and I'm like, Oh gosh, Steph, like couldn't you have paused and said, Yes, that's a great point <laughs> before yeah. moving on. Or like sometimes I hear it on your end as well. So it's like it's just such an interesting thing because as you say, both of us we really deeply care about each other and this content and yet <laughs> and yet we like we're not always listening. Yeah, exactly. It's human nature. But
1: I guess we can try our best to fight against it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's almost good that we have the, like, you know, it's such a good tool to be able to recognize that and try and strive to change it in the future. But one of the reasons that we were talking about this issue in the first place is because I think both of us right now, sort of on a a more macro scale in our lives, are kind of struggling with presence. Um Yeah. For, for me, for example, I have two months left living here in Korea and two months, yeah, it sounds like a short time, but part of me is already has one foot out the door, you know, and I've, you know, I've had an amazing experience here and I have loved it, but um, part of me feels like I'm ready to move on. And it's really a struggle for me to stay here and stay present to what's happening now. Um, because I am so looking forward to what's happening next. And I know that you're going through something similar as well. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Well, first I just want to say, like,
1: it's so funny, and I love the the perspective you have on, like, you're, you're able to be so honest about your time in Korea. Sometimes I think about you with envy, because I'm just like, oh, Steph, she's wanderlusting, and... Like, she gets to be so much more present because she's having these amazing experiences and, and stuff. And, um, like, here I am, like, stuck at my desk or, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, thank you for your honesty when it comes to that. Because I think a lot of people, like, it's just, like, very grass is always greener. Like, if I didn't have to do this, I would totally be present to life. I would be living in the moment and, like, be on the beaches of Busan and,
0: Right. And, I mean, I will say, like, of course there are amazing moments, but then it is still your life, you know? It's like you're away for a year and it's Mm -hmm. not like you're away for a year with perfect presence and perfect gratitude. Like, it's still a year of your life and you still have to tackle the same challenges that Mm -hmm. you would no matter where you were. So... I don't want to, I never want to make it sound like it's a really negative experience. It's been an overwhelmingly positive experience, but that doesn't mean it's not without its challenges.
1: No, exactly. And so thank you for that. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, my thing. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, oh my gosh, I just feel like the past few weeks of work have been, not just at work. I blame work because it's like most of my waking hours. Right. But it's not just it's not just work, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like the past few weeks, um, with so at work I've recently um taken on a new role and as you know I've recently become a yoga teacher and there are just days where I feel like I'm trying to do it all. I'm trying to cram so many things into one day. Yeah and i don't know where my head goes i was saying to a coworker the other day i it's quite possible i've sent 70 emails today where if you showed them to me i'd be like i sent that i feel like i've been just like working on autopilot and when i'm at work i'm thinking mm. about like a, a yoga class that i have that's coming up that i have to teach and like when i'm at home i'm thinking about uh work and it's just um it's it's drive. I am driving myself crazy, and I just have one of those weeks where I was just like, "Where is your presence?" And it's so funny. I I was totally caught up in this. Like I felt behind. I felt a step behind. So all of a sudden, I was sleeping in, and I wasn't doing my meditation in the morning, and I wasn't doing my journaling, and all the things that are actually really important to keeping me present, but mm-hmm. that. It, like, my short-term payoff of letting them go is, like, getting to sleep an extra 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> it was just, anyways, I felt like I was just a little out of control of those things. <laughs> and yeah. it just, like, it came, to the, it came to a head, I went to the dentist this week, and she was like, you are not flossing. And I was like, what is that going on with my life? <laughs> I used to be such a good flosser. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I I I really love what you said about um I mean it sounds like a you're going through a thing where you're striving for balance and that's a struggle no matter what stage of life we are in I think but I think it's really crucial what you said about autopilot and my favorite analogy is sleepwalking but autopilot is just the same um mm-hmm. in terms of I feel like it just has a profound impact like when I say that to myself like, look, hey, wake up, you're sleepwalking um, through this right now. It mm-hmm. sounds like that's sort of what you're encountering as well. Um, and that can be such a scary feeling. I mean, I know we've all had the experience when we're driving home from somewhere that we drive home from all the time and don't remember how we got home and don't remember the drive. Yeah, um, And that's always been a bit of a strange feeling for me that the brain can do that, you know, just work on its own. Um, but you have no memory of where your thoughts were. It's not like your thoughts were somewhere productive. They're just probably stewing about something. Um, no, they're like
1: everywhere. I just, I, I've been getting home at the end of the day and feeling super overstimulated. Right. Like my thoughts have just been darting around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, um, but it actually, one of the things I did this week that really helped was, um, on Wednesdays, I teach a yoga class at work. Mm-hmm. And getting towards the end of the day on Wednesday, I was like, wow, I really hope everyone bails because it would be nice to just, you know, go home. I mm-hmm. have to meditate. I have to I have to do these things for myself. And um, not everyone bailed. There were actually three students there. And I ended up teaching the class that I needed. Like, we started with a meditation, and I really focused on like, grounding and stuff throughout the class. And afterwards, like, having spoken to how absent i had felt in my life they were like wow i really wish you had just like been able to go home and do that for yourself too and i i was able to say that teaching teaching that actually really helped it really mellowed me out um yeah so yeah that was actually something like a new tool i have which it, is neat.
0: It almost seems like it's its maybe not even the teaching aspect although I'm sure that helped a lot but maybe just even the fact that you're speaking it and you're shining some awareness on what's going on and sharing it um, mm-hmm. I think that that can often be the first step if you're feeling like you're just all over the place and you're not being present just to sort of say it like hey I have not been present this week and I know we've talked about this in the past few weeks as well and that awareness can be really maybe the most important thing, um, regardless of what you do after. But, um, that being said, we do have a few things. I mean, you mentioned a couple of them already, but, um, Mm -hmm. let's talk about some of the other things that we like to do if we feel ourselves like being pulled out of the moment or not even being in the moment (laughs) at all to be pulled out of it. Um, what are the things? So you mentioned meditation, you mentioned journaling. Yeah um breath is a big one mm-hmm. especially
1: for those of us who practice yoga. Yeah. Um just bringing your awareness back to your breath which is just such a it's a physical thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it allows your mind to rest on one thing. Yeah. That's actually happening. Um and you reminded me of before the episode of a TED talk that I had listened to a few years ago. Yeah. Um I'll find it after the show. But the main takeaway was um, there were, if you text a friend dot B, it's giving them that reminder to stop and breathe. And it's funny that pretty much any time, sometimes out of the blue, uh, I'll still do that with my old roommate, and if she sends me one there it's it usually seems really timely where it's like yeah I do have to stop and breathe right now but it's probably just because I have to stop and breathe more than (laughs) (laughs) more than once over the course of a day Um, but I really like that just the simplicity of sending somebody a reminder dot B, stop breathe
0: yeah exactly Uh I love um just like small meditation techniques it doesn't mean you have to sit down in a quiet room for for 20 minutes out of your day although that's great as well but um, you know, so you said focusing on your breath. That's a good one. Sometimes I alternate between focusing on my breath and focusing on just like what I can hear, like sounds mm-hmm. in the distance or whatever. Cause sometimes I, you know, I get bored focusing on my breath, which is probably not, yeah. like, not a good lesson in presence. But anyway, um, just like focusing on something that's not, um, that's like physically happening either to your yeah. body or to your environment can be really helpful, mm-hmm. um,
1: drishti your gaze oh yeah really ties into that too focusing your gaze on one physical thing yeah in front of you
0: and just focusing Mm -hmm. on the details of it maybe that's a good one Mm -hmm. um i think that journaling also can really help me um something about getting my thoughts out of my brain and onto the paper uh, always has a really calming effect and it's almost as if you're clearing out the gunk and you can just it's easier to focus on the present moment after that because mm-hmm. all of the things that have been swirling um i always joke that if i have more than 3 things that i'm thinking about it feels like i have a thousand and when i write them down it's like oh well, you actually have not that much going on at all um mm-hmm. but it feels like you do until you get no, it no it's the on swirling paper. i love that yeah. yeah they're just it's like a storm in there but when it's mm-hmm. on the paper it's so much less scary so Um, yeah, I think that meditation, breathing, writing, all of those things can be really, can be really, really helpful.
1: Yeah. And I also wanted to discuss what giving presence or what being present gives us access to. Mm. Because sometimes it, like, like I mentioned with like the sleeping in, um, like being caught in that cycle can seem so much more productive in the moment.
0: That's true. Yeah. Who wants to floss? <laughs> <Yeah>. No one. <laughs> um, yeah. Just hygienists. Yeah, just dental hygienists. They must love flossing or something. I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. I hate flossing. Um. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that it's kind of like that. You know, it might feel good now. Remember that quote that we had when we did our episode on meditation that was, you know, the day that you think that you don't have time to meditate is the day that you really, really, really need to meditate. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that's so true for all of those kinds of things. Like Mm -hmm. the day that you don't have time to floss your teeth, that's probably when you need to sort of (laughs) step back. Because I think a lot of it is like when we get so busy, we think that we are so important and so busy and that we don't have time to do all these other things because everything's going on. But one of the things that I love about meditating and even writing is that once you get a good look at your problems or your thoughts, you can kind of challenge them and think, is that actually true? Like, am I actually that busy? Um, Are my problems that big? And often, most of the time, I would say. No, they're not. Um, They're not that important, and they're not that big of a deal. And you do have 10 minutes to meditate. You do have 10 minutes to do whatever you want to do. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes what's so helpful about those techniques is that they just give you the perspective, maybe, that will help you be more present.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, What about also... Giving presents. I know we talked about it in the um, what episode was that? Was that our? We always forget the name of
0: that one. Last week we were (laughs) getting. I had a file on my computer that was like GPGHGG, and I was like, "What the? Oh, Um, the holiday gift (laughs) guide. Yeah. What is this? But yeah, the holiday gift guide. At the end, we talked about the importance of giving presents. But
1: yeah. <laughs> we probably forget the name of it because we named it something so ridiculous.
0: It was a ridiculous name. Ugh. Well, hindsight is twenty twenty. As are my eyes now. <laughs> as are my eyes now. <laughs> Love how you. <laughs> haul out a brag? Are out you out girl. <laughs> It's a humble brag. It's a humble brag. <laughs> um. But yeah, what were you? Sorry, what were you saying about the GPG gift guide? Oh, the giving presents. Giving presents. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and how, like, actually being present is a gift to others around us. It's not just something that we do for ourselves. Oh,
0: 100%. Mm-hmm. We've all had that experience when someone has not been present. And it honestly puts me off so much now um, when I meet someone new or even when I'm spending time with friends and they're on their phone or they're clearly distracted by something. I think that it's not just, like, a nice like a like a bonus like I think it's everyone has sort of an obligation to Mm -hmm. be present to other people and not just be in their own head like that's a part of I would say I think it's a very important part of growing up and becoming mature is to try and tackle this it's hard every time it's hard every day but Mm -hmm. I think we have a responsibility um to try yeah and it's almost a bit annoying when people are clearly not trying at all You know,
1: I wish I could say that I was better at
0: that. I think for the
1: most part, I'm pretty good at, you know, being present with the person I'm speaking to. At least I'd like to think so. But I know I'm entirely guilty of pulling out my phone. Yeah. Of
0: course. I think it's not something anyone can do 100% of the time, but um, as long as you're at least trying. Um, But the Give Presence campaign was the Lululemon campaign this year that was Mm -hmm. just brilliant marketing oh my gosh um yeah <laughs> they're amazing. and they also
1: they also had some like really high profile in the wellness world people yeah. involved in that
0: yeah we saw this video this week and um mm-hmm. gabby yeah gabby bernstein danielle laporte um a few bearded guys that i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> but that seemed really awesome and wise um yeah just talking about presence and what it means to them, and we're going to link to it in the show notes. It's definitely worth a watch. I just thought it was um, it was grand. This is a great perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, giving presence is really important um, mm-hmm. to other people, like you said, not just to yourself. Yeah. Um,
1: I guess like this is going to be the most awkward segue ever. <laughs> but do it. <laughs> Okay, I didn't, I haven't decided whether I want to segue with, like, Gabby Bernstein to other kick-ass woman Marie Forleo, or if I just Ooh, wanted good to one. say, like, but we can also, we can also say, like, it's so important for other people, but it is maybe unintuitively also so important for yourself, like, in the long run.
0: 100%. Um,
1: and I think Marie Forleo in particular has, like, some awesome little episodes like q a tuesday episodes around this and and i know before the show that we wrote down some of our favorite maria forleo quotes surrounding presence
0: yeah so much i so okay so the two segues would be speaking of gabby bernstein yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> i can maybe case. i can edit this later um no just kidding but no don't <laughs> <laughs> it's just a joke um you did a good job Um, We're all about transparency here on GBG. Um, (laughs) Maria Forleo is a genius, and there are two videos in particular that stand out for me. The first one that we'll talk about happened only a couple weeks ago, I think, and I remember that it resonated really strongly with both Laura and I, um, especially given the challenges that we've been talking about at at the start of the show. Um, But she's just talking about how on more of a macro level, presence is the most important thing you will ever ever wrestle with um because you know in a sort of deep metaphysical sense the present moment is that all we are promised it's all we have um and you know that's an Eckhart Tolle idea and that's an idea from um I know you said Baron Baptiste has a really awesome quote about that as well you're either
1: now here or you are nowhere
0: and it's the same letters. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, you know, because there is nowhere but here, really, Um, if you think about mm-hmm. it. You don't have the past anymore. You don't have the future pr- promised to you. Um, yeah. All you have is this. So Maria Forleo talks about how really engaging with the moment that you're in is more important than we may give it credit for. Because I think a lot of us, we always have things to look forward to and We're making plans and things, but um, this can be really challenging, especially if you're in a situation that is not your ideal situation. But she says, so the quote was, showing up fully exactly where you are is the fastest way to get to where you want to go.
1: I think you should read it again.
0: Showing up fully exactly where you are right now, this moment, even if you don't love it. I'm adding in some things for... (laughs) You made it better. <laughs> <laughs> even if you're in a job you don't like, even if you want to go somewhere else, um, is the fastest way to get to where you want to go. Yes. Damn, girl, damn. I'm pretty sure like that's
1: what we said to each other immediately on Facebook chat after the episode came out. Something <laughs> along the lines of, damn, girl, damn. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that is Man. so hard. Is it not hard? It is, it is hard. It is hard. <sighs> That's so hard. Yeah. Like Like, it, it, it's so counterintuitive in a way. Like, when you hear that, you're like, no way. I don't want to be um, where I am. I want a better job. I want a nicer relationship. I want better friends. Like, mm-hmm. but... <sighs> it's kind of like I had this ex-boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> once. <laughs> None of this is from real experience, it's so I'll just... I had this ex-boyfriend once this is real um, who shall not be named here but he wanted to go to med school he didn't end up going but he wanted to go to med school at the time that we were dating and his apartment was like so sparse and he had really nothing around he didn't allow himself many pleasures and he kind of just went through the motions every day and I remember him saying so distinctly to me um, you know well I don't need to worry about that stuff now like I'm going to be, like, happy when I'm done med school. And that was still five years out for him. And I remember, this is before I had even started really learning about these ideas, but I just remember feeling, like, in my gut um, that that was just wrong. Like, that perspective was just like, dude, like, you're mm-hmm. not, you know, if uh, by the time you get there, you're still not going to be happy, I just feel like. Yeah. Um, it yeah. just seemed like so, like he didn't get it, you know. Mhm. No, I can see you being
1: like, "Damn girl, damn," but like in, put <laughs> in, put in a negative way. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> damn girl, damn, sad face.
0: Sad face. Damn, that's so sad for you. Um. But, yeah, I think that there is something to be said about the fact that, like, happiness happens now. You know, it doesn't happen at some distant future when you have all of these milestones checked off. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think we know that. I think the people who listen to our podcast probably know that. (laughs) So we're probably Mm -hmm. preaching to the choir here. But it's always a good reminder, I think.
1: Yeah. But what was the other
0: Marie Forleo um, thing that we, were, that we were thinking about? Oh, my gosh. Um, 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 um. Oh, yeah. Um, she was talking about someone was worried about uh, the future, and she was like, you know, you talk about staying in the present moment all the time. Um, but, you know, I, maybe I'm not super happy where I am. How can I, like, plan to get myself out of this situation Um, but still be present? And I thought that her answer was really good. She said, like, you just have to recognize the difference between planning for the future and worrying about the future because Mm -hmm. planning for the future, you can stay in the moment. You can say, okay, so this is my situation. This is how I'm going to change it. But worrying about the future and going down all of the roads of, like, what could go wrong and what could, you know, worst-case scenarios and how will I do it, that's going to take you right out of the moment. Um, and that's a, another idea that's pretty hard to apply in practice, but mm-hmm. I love it in theory.
1: <laughs> yeah. The planning, the planning versus worrying.
0: Yeah. it's mm-hmm.
1: hard. Yeah. And I, I can totally relate to that where I don't necessarily worry, but it's the swirl, right? I obsess. Um, yeah. I get yeah. obsessed with like, okay, what's my next step? And, uh, I don't think I'm alone in this. I know Danielle Port has written about it too. Sometimes in the whole, like, there's a breed of us, right? we're so into self-improvement that it can actually hurt us where we get so focused on self-improvement where that's not necessarily always the goal. And it's like, for me, sometimes it's to the point where I'm not content where I am now.
0: Can you elaborate on that a little bit more? What do you mean it's not the goal? Sorry, I just fell off my chair. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, was le- I hope I didn't shock you that much. <laughs> I was leaning into the computer. I was, like, so interested, and then I just kind of tilted. Um, so, I, what, so what do you mean self-help can be bad for you? No. Self-help... Sorry. Focusing on self-improvement. Yeah.
1: Or, like, on personal growth or, like, always always being on that journey and stuff sometimes that can distract you from the present moment or distract me from the present moment if I were to speak from I and it stops me from being content with where I am because I'm so focused on where I need to be next um Mm. it's it's the same thing as the you're either now here or nowhere
0: right
1: if you're living in the future it's not a physical place
0: yeah you're living in a fantasy yeah
1: um I know that's something Barron speaks to in, in one of his books uh, which is why you are nowhere because you're not in a physical place right and yeah I, just, I know I read a, a Danielle Port blog post recently yeah. along those lines and
0: it what was a like powerful I idea as well Mm -hmm. for like because you know we are that breed and i think a lot of people our age are that breed we're always seeking and we're always trying to better ourselves and better our situations um but yeah gosh like it's it can be dangerous as well i guess
1: we should do a study on podcast listeners i would venture that podcast listeners are that breed i think so
0: there's so many good podcasts (laughs) like for real
1: Yeah. Yeah, there are. I actually, I've never, confession, I've never been a big podcast listener. Then I listened to all of Serial in way too little time. (laughs) And now I've been listening to all sorts of podcasts. I've been listening, yeah, I've been having a little more fun dabbling in podcasts.
0: I'm going to recommend some to you. I love them. Yeah, definitely.
1: I was listening to Joy the Baker again the other day after like a really long time of not listening to Joy the Baker. Yeah. Like I know I'd like listened to it a little bit before we started podcasting. But the other day I listened to it and I was like, Whoa. They're we... so
0: funny.
1: What? They're so funny. They are funny.
0: They are funny. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think one of the ideas that I always try and keep in mind, like just as we wrap up here is, um, there's a quote from Meryl Streep that I really love, and she said, I want to feel my life while I'm in it, and for me, that just means that, you know, I think we've all had that experience where we get home from, like, a really lovely gathering, like, imagine you having a dinner party, and the conversation's just flowing, and everything is great, um, and you get home from it, and you think, wow, that was actually so nice, mm-hmm. um, and while that's great to sort of think that, um, what I think is sometimes has been missing for me in the past is that I have no real memories of actual, or not, not that I don't have any memories. Maybe I don't have any memories of being really present in the moment. Like I have memories of the event, but I don't really remember how it felt when I was there. I don't know how to explain mm-hmm. it, but, yeah. but I'm, that it's just that I'm just kind of realizing how great it was after it's after it's over. And mm-hmm. I, I hate that feeling. And yeah. about a year ago, I kind of was like, I really want to set an intention to try and feel it while it's happening and appreciate it while it's happening and actively appreciate things instead of just afterwards being like, oh, yeah, that was like a lovely thing that happened. Um, but having not yeah. appreciated it at the time.
1: Yeah, and you've talked about this before, I believe on your blog, mm-hmm. as a photographer, and um, sometimes you take um, those videos when, when when you're out with your group of friends and stuff. Like, you're, you're such a good documenter mm-hmm. that, yeah, just the idea of, like, but are you being present while you're busy documenting?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. If you spend it behind the camera lens, it doesn't. Um, It doesn't get experienced the same way as when I decide to not bring my camera or put my camera down or just take a quick video and then call it done, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that we're kind of going to take away from this episode and hopefully leave listeners with is the idea that this is, like, I think this is a never-ending challenge.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Mountain with no top. Sorry? It's a mountain with no top.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's a good metaphor. I like that. Thanks. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of those things that, unless you're the Dalai Lama, and probably even then, um, you're never going to be 100% present, present in every moment. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think these are important ideas to think about, as I know you do, <laughs> and probably everyone who listens to podcasts.
1: I really like that we laid out the challenge, or not a challenge, that at the beginning of the episode, we stated, like, I'm going to be fully present for you.
0: How because, do you think we did?
1: Uh, For the most part, pretty good. We're yeah. going to have to see on the playback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was nice. It was like, okay, for half an hour, I'm going to be present. And then, like, sticking to that. Yeah. And then realizing, I guess, how much mental capacity it takes to be fully present. And then just being okay with that.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> and still catching myself like jumping in sometimes and then yeah. being like, oh, darn it, I forgot. Um, but I think we had a slower vibe to the podcast today, but that's good. Oh, yeah,
1: we, I had to slow <laughs> it right down so I was like present to what I was saying
0: and to what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, people were okay with it. We were kind of like talking like this all the time.
1: Yeah, this episode um, was very meditative.
0: Yeah, good, good. Um, but yeah, no, I think that um, these are conversations that I'm always so grateful that I have you to have them with because. Um, I love you, Steph. Oh, I love you too. Because there's such hard things to talk about, I think, just generally. Um, and these ideas, to, to sort of wrestle with them, um, mm-hmm. can be really hard. And I think it's really easy to feel like you're the only one that's struggling with them as well, you know? You know, you yeah. think I'm over here living it up and just like being present all the time um, <laughs> because my life is so good. But I think that's also a really interesting idea too, that you think that it must be easier for me because my life is easier or something, or you have the impression that it is. But I think that presence is just as hard if you're everything's going well in your life as if it's yeah. not, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm glad that we are able to have this this forum to talk about it. Me with too. Each love author. it. The yeah. <laughs> so, um, did we have anything else we wanted to say at the at the end of the show? No, let's sing us out. Oh, <laughs> oh I should. Should <laughs> <laughs> get Ian on the show one time to just like do the jingle live.
1: <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, for those of you who um missed our very first episode, yeah. the the music that plays right after our intro and right towards the beginning uh, or the end of the episode, possibly right now while I'm speaking, uh dun, is by my dun, brother dun, Ian.
0: Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> sorry I was just mimicking it bye Steph alright well thanks guys for listening if you have any questions about this or anything you want to add please write us in the comments of the show notes of this episode otherwise you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Green Guinea Pigs on both and we appreciate you and thank you for listening and hopefully you'll have more presence in your life this weekend. there's going to be a big clash now with the jingle um all right Laura I'll talk to you soon <laughs> bye bye